This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And before we get to the Dirt Alert, I forgot to hit the sounder, but Amy Becker of Circle Pines... You are our winner today. You just won $100, and on Tuesday, you're going to be in a drawing to win the $10,000 Pick Your Prize Grand Prize. And remember, everybody out there can enter by Friday. Sweet. Friday at 520 is going to be our last name. Does this work for them? No, it doesn't. I wanted to push an air horn, but alas. Oh, I my know. Yes. Sorry. I was all hyped for the big prize. Oh, Lori's farting. Here, Lori's I'm pushing the horn for you. Play the f- <laughs> there. There you go, Amy Becker. Did you hear Holly at the beginning of the show where they pranked me? Totally. What? He's thinking there's sounds coming in from somewhere else, and Lori's like playing a fart machine. Uh, well, first we thought it was Julia. No, Lori's. We knew it wasn't. Lori was blaming <laughs> it at watching me. me. Press my button. I'm sitting here watching her. Julia. She's like, stop it. Stop uh, I was it. panicking. It was a good prank. It is early practice for April Fool's Day. Okay. Right. Well, here's, I'll shut uh, up now. Behind the curtains, let's just say this. I work in a room alone. Okay. So, <laughs> so everyone, be grateful for that. Um, let's go to the dirt alert. No way to segue from this, but uh, this is making the big headlines all over the trades this afternoon. Jay Leno apologizing for his past racist Asian jokes. He says, in my heart, I knew it was wrong. So Jay Leno is apologizing for these jokes that perpetuate stereotypes about Asian communities. And he's been criticized over a decade by the activist group Media Action Network for Asian Americans. Mm -hmm. And he was on a Zoom call with the leader of that organization, Guy Aoki. And he said, Jay Leno, at the time I did those jokes, I genuinely thought them to be harmless. He said, I was making fun of our enemy North Korea. And like most jokes, there was a ring of truth to them. Jay Leno adds at the time that he said that there was a prevailing attitude and I'm reading his words that some groups is always complaining about something. So don't worry about it. And he said uh, of that, that we need to deal with this or screw them if they can't take a joke. Jay Leno says too many times I sided with the latter, even when in my heart I knew it was wrong. Well, I mean, and Gabriel Union pointed this out yeah. when she left America's Got Talent, yeah. that she hated the the Jay Leno jokes and that they were very Asian. And that was just a couple years mm-hmm. ago. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That they was had just... the dancing Edos. Remember that? With the, yes. from the... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Eek. Yeah, so, you All know, right. Lori, you're exactly right that the most recent incident in public occurred in 2019 right. when Jay Leno was a guest judge on America's Got right. Talent. Well, I guess he's at least admitting it now. I, I think that... I mean, Meghan yeah. McCain apologized because John uh, Oliver called her out. But, you know, she's she's a problem as often as she's not a problem. Mm. 
you know. Yeah, and this meeting came about because Jay Leno was announced as the host of the reboot game show You Bet Your Life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so Aoki was reaching out to Fox Television asking for Jay Leno not to be the host of the show. Oh, well, and, so that's why he's mm-hmm. apologizing. Yep. Yeah, so then months later, the meeting was arranged between okay. the two of them. So that's where we stand today. Okay. All right. Uh, we're getting another Lifetime original movie about Harry and Meghan. Oh. oh. <laughs> a third one. Really? Yes. Do people watch him? Yes. Really? So right. this movie is going to be called Escaping the Palace. Mm. And it follows the years 2018 or the 2018 and 2019. So this is going to be our third movie. And uh, those were Harry and Meghan, a royal romance. And Harry and Meghan becoming royal. I'm interested in the escape. I got to admit. <laughs> I, I, I think it would be kind of fun too. <laughs> Escaping the Palace. Mm-hmm. Now, Lifetime says of this new original Harry and Meghan movie, it's going to reveal what really happened inside the palace that drove Harry and Meghan to leave everything behind in order to make a future for themselves and their son, Archie. Mm-hmm. It says it's going to delve into the feuds between Meghan and Kate and Harry and his brother. Yeah. All right. I'll watch this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really didn't watch the other Lifetime ones on them. Not no, really, because we, we were like, it was a happy, yeah. you know, we kind of knew the story. But now I'm kind of interested to right. see like the little, if they have uh, what they make up about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. how they left. Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. well, I was going to say, of this Lifetime original movie, do you think that any of the salacious gossip that they have on Harry and Meghan is actually rooted in any kind of truth? Well, no, but I hope that they show how Kate was fake crying that she wanted the little bridesmaids to wear tights. Everyone knows you don't fight with the bride about what she wants with her. You know, you just don't fight with the bride about the stuff about the wedding party. Mm -hmm. You know, come on, Kate. Yeah, come on. All right. Well, we can't wait for that dramatic reenactment. Uh, that is going to be on. Ah, uh, you know, we don't have an, a date when this movie's going to yeah, be up, but it, it. yeah, they're casting right now. So we'll f- see when that comes out. Probably by the end of the year. Something else that's uh, in production in Hollywood is a movie based off of the classic sitcom Bewitched. Mm. They're trying it again. again. All right. Last time we had Nicole Kidman. Well, we had Sabrina. Sabrina. That was yeah. good. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about television witches. Yeah. Yes. So, Bewitched ran for eight seasons back on ABC from 1964 to 1972. And the movie that you guys are referencing, the Bewitched movie from the early 2000s, what that was a Nora Ephron movie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it, it was just a bomb. It was. Felt, we went to the theater. Yeah. And we kind of liked it. We thought it was cute, but it wasn't memorable it at wasn't, all. I felt like the Stepward Wives and that came out like right by each other. Yeah. And it was yeah. oh, too I don't know. They were both bad. Well, because Bewitched was kind of meta where mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman played an actress who was cast on a reboot of Bewitched. And she turned out to be an actual witch. Yes. And Will Ferrell was the actor mm-hmm. playing oh, that's Darren. Right. Yep. And he was a terrible Darren. And he was a terrible Darren. He should have been the boss. Yeah, and <laughs> then that Stepford Wise movie. Oh, that was Nicole. terrible. Oh, man, I rewatched that maybe mm-hmm. in the past year or two, and woof, what a horrible movie. <laughs> I am so sorry that all of those people were involved yeah. in that Stepford Wise. Just go watch But the they're going to reboot this on television. Uh, no, this is going to be a movie. Oh, it is going to be a movie Yeah, now. so this is going to be a movie, right. but, you know, these days who knows where it's going to end up exactly so we'll see uh tori spelling getting a little thirsty with lisa vanderpump oh is she on overserve i saw this 
Tell everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so she's going to be on an episode of Overserved yes, this yes. week, probably. But listen to what she said. Okay. Well, Tori Spelling has one regret from her days during Beverly Hills 90210. She never got hot and heavy with Ryan Seacrest. Mm, tell me more, Tori. So Tori told Lisa Vanderpump on Overserved that she would have been dating up had she opted to pursue Ryan Seacrest when he appeared briefly on 90210 in the year 2000. I hate that she says that she would have been dating up. Well, yeah, I know that. I know that. And and is she going through a divorce? No, No. but she's hard on herself. We know that about her. That wasn't dating up. She was the star of 90210 and Aaron Spelling's daughter, for crying out loud. Well, exactly, Lori. And this was in the year 2000. So this was two years before American Idol aired on TV as a summer replacement show. Yeah, Ryan would have been lucky to have made out with her, but maybe she just regrets actual making out yeah well (laughs) apparently ryan seacrest is her one regret of a celebrity that she should have slept with that she didn't and that's a direct question (laughs) from lisa vanderpump she was like you know i was on a 902 and oh and i was like oh whatever i could have been dating up but here's where she said she would have been dating up i could have been a kardashian now because remember ryan seacrest executive produces keeping up with the kardashians and she does i don't even know what kind of stuff Tori Spelling is doing at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know either. Yeah, she's just uh, she's hanging out with Lisa Vanderpump. And finally, I think you guys are Grape Nut fans. I am. Grape Nuts are back in stock. Yay. Yay. The great Grape Nut shortage of 2021 is now Was that the pandemic cereal that people were trying to eat? Yes. That was? Okay. Yes. So go forth, be regular, (laughs) and do all the things. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, we got Vintage Scandal coming up next, and it's going to be about the House of Gucci and what that movie's about. I can't wait. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. All right, let's get at it. Gucci has been in the news. It's all Gucci. I hear it from my kids. Everything's Gucci, Mom. Yeah. Well, Ridley Scott's House of Gucci, a crime drama about the murder of Maurizio Gucci, who in the movie will be played by Adam Driver, is being filmed in Italy right now. We've seen the stylish pictures to prove it. And Lady Gaga stars as his ex-wife, Patrizia Reggiani. And in case you're wondering, House of Gucci is very much based on a true story. It is the story of the murder of um, the former Gucci brand head, which shook up the media in the 90s because it is a story of, first of all, money in a family, glamour, sex, betrayal, death, ends in prison, all in the backdrop of high fashion. So here's the story with Gucci. So the the man who invented Gucci, if you will, Guccio Gucci, is his name <laughs> for real. For real, what a great name! The Italians have the best names. <laughs> Guccio Gucci. That's yeah. why the double G. Bella Bella. Mm-hmm. He um he was working as a porter at London Savoy Hotel at the turn of the century. So about 1904. And Guccio Gucci, working as a porter, you know, how whatever the luggage, he had the idea because he's taking in people's luggage. What crap they're traveling with. Right. And he thought there might be a future if you could make a smart traveling trunk. 
Oh, wow. So he went back to Florence, which is where he was from, and he set up his own business making the type of trunk that had handles that could easily be be hauled from horse-drawn coaches and carriages into houses or hotels and in different sizes. I love knowing this. Okay, so from the very beginning, the Gucci Fashion House... Uh, you know, really, and it's the leather, you know, the trunks, the handbags, the shoes. That's right. what it was always known for. So anyway, so that is how the House of Gucci started. And um, the story about it is Maurizio Gucci is the son of Rodolfo Gucci, one of Guccio Gucci, Gucci's sons. Okay. okay? And... He was the last of the Gucci family to head up the brand, and he's the grandson of Guccio. And um, he married a woman. His father did not want him to marry Patrizia Reggiani in 1972, but he did everything to try and break them up. He tried to get the... Why? Um, he, they were like the Montagues and the Capulets. He, he didn't think she was good enough okay. for the family that she was a gold digger. He tried to get the Archbishop of Milan to interfere, but he was at their wedding in 1972. And they lived a very luxurious, fancy life. They had two daughters, and the two daughters are married and live in Switzerland, and they're fabulously wealthy. Right. Um, But when Gucci's father, um, Rodolfo, died in 1983, he got his father's 50%. And then his other uncle... The other son mm-hmm. and the other cousins, they have the other money. Okay, okay? But this guy has 50%. 50%. Mm-hmm. Well, he had 53%. So okay. he had a little bit more. So what, he was the CEO. And people, you know, they just fought. You, People knew early on that the Gucci family would not be a dynasty that would go 100 years because of the infighting. Sure. Okay. Uh, about how everything was uh, going to happen. And... um he he uh, he lost millions of dollars. He and his wife, as played by Lady Gaga, they end up splitting up in 1991, and Gucci sold his 53% to Investment Corp for a hundred million dollars. In what year? In like nine in 1992. So after they split up. After they split up, like okay. t- they've okay. been split so up. So he sold it after sold they split. It, sold it, and uh, he moved in with a younger woman uh, named Paula Franchi, and they bought a casino in Switzerland, and they lived in one of the one of their fancy places in sure. Milan. And on the day he was going to his office, it's March twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five. He was shot four times, three times in the back, once in the head by a mysterious gunman with a clean hand, as described by the doorman, who was also shot that day at the at the office that Mauricio was going to. And um, he was shot twice. He survived. Invest- investigators, they suspected the family because there was so much bad blood. They suspect they had lots of lots of like because there was so much infighting mm-hmm. in this family. And uh, they thought maybe the casino that he'd bought into, that he pissed off the wrong people because it was obviously the way it was done so fast. You know, it was right. sophisticated. Okay, execution. it was very sophisticated. Okay, so who shot? So what happens, though, somebody blabs to the wrong guy. The police set up a sting. 
he brags to the wrong guy that the wife, the ex-wife, has paid you know him to do it. They set up a sting and they get uh, Patrizia and her cohorts to admit on a taped call that they did, in fact, do this. Oh, wow. And during the trial, the media started referring to Patrizia as Vadova Nera, which means Black Widow. Okay. Oh, wow. Vadova Nera. And she was charged with arranging his assassination. And um, she had a psychic involved who accused um, uh, Patrizia of paying her to contact the killers. And um, Patrizia's lawyer said, yes, she did wish her ex-husband to be dead. She never acted on her words. And she said that the reason she paid the psychic and her former best friend $365,000 was because she was afraid she would get framed for the murder of her oh, ex-husband. I love that. Okay, okay, that's um, very good. And prosecutors, they 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 found Patrizia's um, diaries and journals, and in one she wrote, "There's no crime that money cannot buy." And on the day her ex-husband died, she wrote the Greek word "paradisos," paradise, and she also um, had sent a notice. To the woman that her ex-husband lived with in one of his palatial places mm-hmm. at like 11 that morning. You must be, due to my husband's death, you must be evacuated in 24 hours. So she sent it this three hours before her husband was shot. Details. Details. That's like just that. dumb. Yep. So the hitman, um, he, he received, uh, he got a life sentence. The psychic got 25 years. Uh, the hotel porter at the hotel, uh, he got time because he helped the psychic find the killers, the contract killers. Oh, my word. And the driver of the getaway car got 29 years. And Patrizia, Vadovanera, Black Widow, she never admitted to ordering it. She was sentenced to 29 years in prison. Her sentence was eventually shortened to 26 then in 2014, she was offered a work release, but she said, I have never working, worked a day in my life and I'm not <laughs> going to start now. And she okay. stayed in jail. Wow. And she got out of jail in 2017. She is a jewelry designer, not for Gucci, but she's 72 years old right now. And she just gave What's an, her name, Lori? Her name is Patrizia Reggiani, or you may call her Vadova. Vadova Nero. (laughs) But just two days ago, she gave an interview to Tatler Magazine, and she, you know, because of everything, and we've seen the fashion from Lady Gaga, the clothes she's wearing. So she she, uh, gave an interview to Tatler Magazine, and she said, yes. She's been speaking out. This is to the uh, Milanese newspaper, whatever their main paper is. She said, I didn't hate Mauricio. I never hated him. It was my irritation. He irritated me because he sold the business. And when they were together, she advised him on things. And she felt that, you know, he did a great disservice to his father and his grandfather by selling the business, selling the family to kill him. She, yeah, she did not like that, and so it irritated her, and and uh, irritated her that uh, you know he left her, you know, for this other woman, and um, she also she loves the casting of Lady Gaga. 
She said she kind of looks like me when, you know, I was younger and glamorous and beautiful. However, she told the Italian news agency two days ago, Ansa, I'm annoyed by the fact that Lady Gaga is portraying me in the new Ridley Scott movie without even having the courtesy or the good sense to come and meet me. It's nothing to do with money because I won't be taking a single cent from the film. It's about common sense and respect. I say this with all the sympathy and appreciation that I have for her. So she thinks she should come and talk to her, you know, because she said we were a beautiful couple and we had a beautiful life. You know, they had a, private islands that they own they have a yacht so she's okay with this movie she's okay but she thinks lady gaga should come and kiss her hand and meet her and um anyway and she just said and her daughters don't speak to her well not since you tried to kill our dad not dad you did you did it's a detail i mean if if i tried to kill my kids dads i don't know that we'd have a relationship yeah But, I mean, they were like the jet set they hung around with right. Jacqueline Onassis and sure. Aristotle. And they were very, very... And Her they reasoning say, is so weird, though. But the Gucci family does have a curse. Many bad things have oh, happened like the in the Gucci family. And yeah. Superman. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a lot, a lot, a lot of... Uh, Bad clouds have followed. Well, this is going to be a good that's story also you see the, on the screen. Yes, I love this because I, yeah. I we've loved we've posted the Holly's posted the fashion so many times on our show page. Yeah, and um, it's really good. Yeah. So and you know they got married young. She married him. They were twenty four, mm-hmm. and you know they were divorced by the time she was like thirty four. So oh, that yeah, you know it wasn't 72 that seventy two to ninety one. Oh, said. it's more so than that. Yeah, yeah, it was a little 40, bit longer. Yeah, but not you know probably right at the point of mm-hmm. where you just don't want 42 or 43 yeah yeah she you said know. we were a beautiful life we had a beautiful so yeah she did it and she's 72 now and she um she would like lady gaga to come and meet her and there is going to be on discovery plus there is a documentary lady gucci the story of patrizia reggiani who is also known as Rocco? Vodovanera. Vodovanera. The Black, Black Widow. Widow. You guys are so good. Spezzatura. That's right. I love it. I love anyway, it. Anyway, so now we know a little bit about the no, House I'm of very, Gucci when it, it comes That's out. kind of fun because we've been seeing all the pictures everywhere yeah. all over the internet. Thanks, Laura. All right, we'll be right All right, people. If you need to look at uh, what could be coming your way fashion rise, oh, speaking of the 70s, Selma McCartney is trying to bring back elephant, what we called uh, in the 70s, Rocco, elephant bells. Okay. That is where the, it is such a huge bell. It's not a flare. It's not a bell bottom. It is, looks like elephant pants. Okay. Not good. That was, that was always a, you needed towering Oh, you had wedges, wedges, platform, platform shoes to, oh to wear gosh. those. They and were then, so huge. And then your pants would be long because you d- you wanted to keep the hem long, so they get caught underneath your heel, and you'd like trip on your platforms. Do you remember? Do you remember? I mean, this I was never, not an, this I, was not an easy phase. Yeah, yeah, it of was, fashion. Yeah, it really wasn't. I was like, I'll just go back to the regular bell. Yeah, that was not an <laughs> easy phase good. to go through, and we wish everyone who's going to go through it the first time luck. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Just some fashion does not need to be uh, brought back. That's right. It makes um, me kind of laugh. 
Uh, also um, on our show page is the sci- the scientists cooking the hot dogs on the uh, volcano in yeah. London. The lava that's slowly flowing. And then the hot trailer, this is coming out in HBO like in a couple weeks. It's called The Nevers and it's um, Victorian era. Yes. So it's a period drama but with a sci-fi twist. Maybe think the British Umbrella Academy. Oh, if, yes. If you, and you finished, Rocco, have you watched The Umbrella Academy? No, what is that? It's good. It's, it's, it's Netflix. on Netflix. I started it, but I quit. I mean, I, there is so much to watch. Lori, I know. Yeah. Lori, Lori. I don't just, know how she does it. Because they. I don't know either, because we do plenty of other they things. They don't if have you know kids. What I, mean. I know. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, right. Well, you don't have think kids. Of all the TV shows. And we haven't just been able to see. And you haven't been able to see your grandkids. Grandkids or family. Or family, you know, like, which takes up some time. Or right, you haven't been able to go out. That's dancing. usually what you do is go out four nights a week. You haven't been able to do that for over a year. No, I know. So you have a different thing, you know. Yeah. I don't have that much time at night. What you play do? pickleball. Yeah. So. Well, no, or tennis, or try to find a date here or there. Right. Or, you know, try to date. That and takes Casey up so much time. And Casey and I both time. are work. We work out in the morning. Right. You guys do it before work. I do it after work sometimes. Never. And so you're all done. They're mm. all done by six. I see. And they're ready to go. Ready to go. That's just the way that works. Ready to rock and roll. So guys, anyway. Do you, let me, do you guys cook? Do you get takeout? Do you... Do you Spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I mean, there's you watch so much like stuff. To talk. And read. Lori doesn't like to talk. I didn't mean that cook to cook. Yeah, no, it isn't that I don't like to cook. But right, yes, it is. <laughs> that isn't. Yeah. Lori, I, you I mean, cook, but you don't. You don't enjoy. Okay, it. like in a meeting today, they showed the scene from S Creek where Moira and David are cooking a family recipe for an enchilada, and David is in the uniform. And Moira is just sort of standing there, you know, do that yeah, or and, whatever. And he had to fold in the cheese. And, and he's like, well, so what does that funny. mean? And Lori's so like, funny. Lori would be like, this would be you and me. Yeah, right. Because I would, I'd be like, die, you fold it in. You just lap yeah. it up. Lori's not, that's not your wheelhouse. Well, uh, listen, it, it <laughs> is because I have to do. Well, you have to, but you don't like to. my husband and I do. And I like grocery shopping. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not going to. Well, she's, Stephanie on a Right, meal. she's not like you, Rocco. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, I'm just amazed at how much you guys get done and read all your books for book club and do this show. We work at, I read at night. I mean, that takes up a lot of my time is this job. Yeah, and Rocco, you know, as a card I just sent to your sister, Julia, said, uh, I, I'm no cactus expert, but I know a prick when I see one. <laughs> That's my superpower is I'm, I'm able to do all these things. Who knows? Wow. Who did you else? send that to? Which sister? Catherine. Oh gosh. I hadn't sent her a funny card and I've been She could use it. So I've been sending laugh. all these funny cards and yeah. mom told me I'm good now because she's vaccinated and yeah. um she said you don't need to send me any more cards. My mom said that. Yeah, so funny. So I sent her a last card and I said, red alert, this is the last card you're getting. That's so funny. And it was a cute picture of a kid and a dog and it was a I think it was a Theodore Roosevelt quote That's about cute. kids and dogs and taxes or That's life funny. or something. <laughs> That's I thought funny. it was the prick, a cactus quote. Was oh, Theodore yeah, Roosevelt. no, that, <laughs> I don't know. That's, who a, I, That's a good one. Isn't that a good yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, gosh, my mom, Rocco, my mom is so amazing. She does um, Toastmasters for aphasia. And so, Casey. Is it an aphasia group yes. that specifically yes. Toastmasters? Yes, but from all over the world. Aphasia means you've lost your ability to speak. Okay. 
and then um, for you can brain, get it back. Your brain to connect, to get brain. out. But then there's another part of it, apraxia, which means even if you do have the word, it comes out sounding different. Mm-hmm. Um, so we practiced on Friday night what her because she's leading the group, and there's people from India. You know, this the, there's amazing resources. Zoom has really brought amazing resources to some people, and so my right. mom has really found a great home. And um, today she was doing her she was the leader and and we started on the project and it was today at 10 a.m and it started we started friday night what we're going to talk about her traveling to memphis and beale street and going to nashville tennessee and the smoky mountains and how much fun she had and going up to ely where she'd never been and grew up in spirit so she was just so delighted and it went really well oh good but i mean it's that just, was the last trip she took yeah that was the, her yeah, stroke trip. that was that okay. was the story it was the All stroke right. story but it was amazing and casey helped her and i it, it just People are so wonderful. My mom, she's a champ. I'm just going to say that. Mommy, you know you are. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.